pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rap Show Podcast! Another week has rolled around, and yeah, it's time for another podcast. How are you? First of all, uh, with every click and download, we are introducing new people to what we do. So last week's podcast actually had a whole slew of new listeners. I don't know, this last while we've gotten a whole bump in the numbers, which is fantastic. So hello to all of our new listeners. Welcome. We are the show for the piping folks. So if piping and drumming is your thing, then we are the show for you. If it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are all over it. So be it from the competitive piping world, the Celtic music scene, folk music scene, anything at all, then yeah, that's our bread and butter. That's what we talk about. So yes, welcome to the Big Rab Show podcast. Uh, can you believe it? We're nearly up in episode 90s. We're up nearly up in the 90s now. Yeah, episode 100 is around the corner. We'll get talking about that. So, some pretty special plans for episode 100 in case you haven't already heard. <laughs> yes, but first of all, let's go through the domestics, as they say. Uh, shout out to our patrons, first of all, those guys who have clicked that support button on our Patreon page and uh, support what we do. A shout out goes to Source Bagpipes, Harris Kilts, uh, LoneStarPiper.com, and of course, Brandon Moreno. You guys are Yes, you are. Thank you so much for clicking that support button on our Patreon page. And each and every click of support really does help what we do. Now, like I've said on previous podcasts, the Patreon page will be getting a bit of love over this incoming uh, month or two. And possibly this week we'll see massive changes to our Patreon page. So if you haven't actually visited it yet, go now, check out our Patreon page even just out of curiosity, because within the next, I don't know, four or five days from when this podcast goes up, there'll be big changes on there. Now, from as much as buying a cup of coffee a month, you can really help support what we do here in the podcast. People ask, why do you have a Patreon? Well, you know, why do you give people all these shout outs and stuff on the podcast? Well, basically for a load of different reasons. Yes, we are sponsored by G1 Reads, who are absolutely awesome, by the way. We love G1 Reads. And um, yeah, we have our Patreon there to help support for other stuff, uh, like our online fees to do with our, you know, all our social media work with our Facebook and our Twitter and our website and selling merchandise and stuff, plus all the live streaming work that we've done. Um and continue to do that all comes at a cost and all the travel and all of that sort of stuff for all of us on the team it is all done voluntarily so yeah any amount of cash that can come in at all from you guys is really really gratefully received so yeah that explains it hope that answers a few questions we will be answering quite a few other questions later in the podcast uh this podcast this week is all listener mail so i have to say thank you to everyone who's emailed in um yeah so we normally do start the podcast with listener mail but we'll this week we'll be finishing with listener mail uh so yeah shout out to everyone who's emailed us in we've had a ton of emails i've done my best to narrow it down to maybe a half dozen or so because otherwise i'd be sitting here talking forever so thank you to everyone who's emailed us in let's fly on 
We've got a ton of stuff to talk about. <laughs> it has not been a quiet week in the piping world. Let that be said. We've had a new pipe major at Shots. We've had Dyko Triumph Street now off the road. We've had a lot of big changes so far. You know, we had a new pipe sergeant at Field Marshal. A lot of big changes happening in recent days in the piping world. And sometimes it's kind of difficult to keep up with it, to be honest. And even ourselves here in the Rab Show, who we make it our job to try and keep up with things, it can be pretty dang difficult, to be fair. So, yeah... If anyone out there does spot an update or a news story, for that matter, that you do think that us on the Rab Show should reflect, then definitely give us a shout. Message us into our Facebook page. Let us know that something is happening and that we have to, yeah, tell everyone about it. There has been so much stuff this last week, two weeks, in fact. It's been really difficult for all of us guys working on our social media side and for me on the radio show and the podcast. It's been tough. It hasn't been easy. Not going to lie. So, yeah, shout out to you guys who've been referring stories our direction, saying, oh, you might have missed this. Check this out. Thank you to everyone who's been doing that. All right, let's get into things. First of all, uh, there was been, we had Throwback Thursday on our website, on our Facebook page, I should say. We do this every week. Throwback Thursday is one of those things that uh, is kind of fondly looked at by you guys on the social media. We upload old videos uh, from YouTube from way back in the day of old pipe bands uh, that sometimes we find just incredibly interesting. One such recording has caused a bit of a stir. There was a band called Five Mile Town Pipe Bands. Now, if you were listening to the Fuse FM radio show this past week, there was a lot of talk about this band. Five Mile Town were a band that used to be really quite dominant here in northern ireland and irish circles here in competition and then suddenly all fell away now that sparked another equal conversation about bands who suddenly fall away and what happens to them well that kind of shows you the rest of the shape of what we're going to be talking on the podcast of course we just spoke about how Dowco triumph street had to pull the plug because their sponsor basically pulled the plug on them so where does that leave them Obviously now the rumour machine has started turning. Where are all these grade one players going to go? Well, we're starting to see it happening. We're starting to see where these players are going. First of all, Royal Borough of Stirling have done quite well after the demise of Dyko Triumph Street. Yes, they have a new pipe major and new pipe sergeant. Shout out goes to Stephen Russell from the Big Rab Show team. And the Grace Note Vortex, of course, Stephen, so happy, mate, for your appointment as new pipe sergeant there of Royal Borough Sterling. Absolutely awesome to see the appointment. And also to Gary Nemo as well, brand new pipe major. Can't wait to see what you guys are going to bring to the band. I think it's going to be a huge appointment for you both. Both have a massive body of work to do there. Uh, so, yeah, I wish you well in your appointments. It's not going to be easy for you, but I do think... Looking at how the band has performed this past season or so, I reckon you could be on to a winner. The band has been pretty strong, so you guys are going to be... Yeah, you'll have a body of work ahead of you. So, a complete change in management there, but that's not all. Grade 1, Loman and Clyde has done quite well as well. They've managed to get new lead tipper, Gary Corkin. Of course, Gary Corkin, lead tip of Dyko Triumph Street. There was lots of talk as to where Gary was going to go, whether he was going to hang up the sticks again. But yeah, Gary Corkham now taking up the, the lead role at the back line of Loman and Clyde. Now this 
is an incredibly interesting appointment because not only have they appointed a brand new lead drummer, they've also appointed a brand new pipe major. Now this has garnered a lot of conversation here locally in Northern Ireland because their new pipe major is Don Bradford. Yes, Don Bradford, I'm sure you guys will probably know that name very well. Both natives of Northern Ireland, so yep, flying the flag for Northern Ireland. But yep, <laughs> over there in sunny Glasgow with Loman and Clyde. So they're going to be in charge in the ranks now at Loman and Clyde. So have to give them a shout. Go on the Clyde! Yeah! Good luck, guys. Looking forward to seeing what you are bringing there to the band. And uh, after, for those of you who don't know, Don Bradford... Where have you been? The guy has been in grade one for I don't know how long, as long as I can mind. He's also, uh, recent years, has been, you know, previous pipe major with the Strath- Strathclyde Police back up. I think it was all the way up until 2010. I think that's when he stepped down. I think it was 2010. I can't remember, but, <laughs> see, I should do my research. Uh, but I have to say, uh, Loman and Clyde's lead drummer is still going to be there, Alan Craig. He hasn't went anywhere, uh, so... Yeah, and also, Loman and Clyde have a brand new pipe sergeant as well, Cameron Barnes, and he's coming in from Police Scotland Fife. So a lot of shake-up happening there at Loman and Clyde. It's going to be really interesting to see what Loman and Clyde bring to the competition circle next year. Listening to the music that Loman and Clyde have produced this past season, I have to say they were one of maybe the more progressive bands in Grade 1 this season. Definitely one really worth listening to. And now we see now we have brand new leadership in there. That could flip everything on its head. Loman and Clyde could be really a force to be reckoned with. We just we were able to see what kind of drum corps that Gary Corkin can put together at Dico. If he brings that to Loman and Clyde, who already have a strong drum corps there, it's going to be really interesting. So, yeah, grade one, shaping up to be a very interesting season in grade one, with a lot of bands shaking things up so with that in mind i want to wish you as well on your new appointments guys everyone by the way because there's so many of you i can't sit and name names because i will be reading changes out forever if you are interested by the way on all of the changes we do our best to keep up with them on the rab show uh so you can yeah check out the rab show facebook page we do try and report them as we get them so there you go (laughs) shameless plug for a facebook page now also talking about our facebook page um yeah bands are seriously on recruitment drive at the moment we have had so many bands get in contact with us at the minute saying hey we're recruiting can you put an advert up for us so quite happy to do so by the way if you are a member of a band and you are in recruitment mode and you're looking for players pipers drummers whatever and you would like a wee advert posted definitely get in contact with us that's what we're for we want to get people involved in piping and drumming if we can help them get in contact with the bands then all the better just this evening actually before we came online to start recording this podcast and get everything all plugged in we got a message actually from a grade 3b drum corps who are on the lookout for a new band for one reason or another they found themselves without pipers so yeah an entire drum corps were sitting there with no band to play with. So they're like, hey, Rab, can you put us in contact with someone who needs drummers? So that's what it's all about. The Big Rab Show matchmaking service is definitely in full flow. (laughs) So, yeah, if you are interested in finding a band, are you a player and want to play somewhere, then get in contact with us. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com or even get in contact with us on our Facebook page. Like bands such as Perth Metro there's just so many bands it's ridiculous 
go and check our Facebook page. It kind of reads as a bit of a... Kind of like the wanted ads at the minute. Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, drummer wanted, must apply within, <laughs> audition necessary. Stuff like that. So, yeah, there you go. Shameless plug for our Facebook page again. But we are posting every possible band advertisement we can find whenever we get it. All right. Let's fly on. Let's talk about Glenfiddich. Can you believe it? The Glenfiddich's rolling around already. Unbelievable. Yeah. The 45th successive Glenfiddich Championship is just around the corner. I can't wait for this. October 27th. Now, I know I say it's around the corner. It's about a month's time from when I'm recording this. But believe it or not, that month will fly in. And before we know it, we'll be all sitting watching the live stream from Blair Castle glued. Now, what makes this year's Glenfiddich interesting now even for me as a drummer that's kind of rich saying that but this year is going to be kind of interesting we have quite a list of competitors who managed to qualify for this year's Glenfiddich and let's go through the list first of all I know Andy Fusco from Chanarant hates it when I read lists but tough Fusco (laughs) let's get into the list we have Callum Beaumont we have Stuart Easton Alex Gandy and Bruce Gandy Finlay Johnson Jack Lee, Stuart Little, Angus McCall, Roddy McLeod, and Peter McAllister. Now, whenever you look at all of this, the lineup, what makes it interesting? Well, Stuart Easton, Alex Gandy, and Peter McAllister, this is their first ever Glenfiddich. So, this is the first time they're going to tread the boards at Blair Castle. So, I don't envy them by any means, but what an achievement to even be in the, you know, in the rankings, to be up there and conf- competing for this it's just incredible for those of you who don't know the glenfiddich at all uh, this is a yearly event it's kind of like the champion of champions event if you want for solo pipers it's been running now for like i've said over 45 years i think it started originally as like an invitational event back in 1973 and we did think it wasn't going to happen this year i actually reported on that uh, the silver chanter event and everything at the glenfiddich it was spoke about and saying that it Possibly due to funding and everything, it may not happen. But thanks to the William Grant Foundation, that's all now not a thing. They funded it, so bing, it's back on, baby. And I couldn't be happier. So, yeah, for Easton, Gandhi and McAllister, this is their first Glenfiddich. This will not be an easy run for these guys. This will be kind of tough, to be honest. But I really want to wish them well, because seeing how they managed to qualify for the Glenfiddich... They came through a field of extremely talented pipers just to get here. So these guys know their stuff. So can't wait to see what they're going to bring to the boards at Blair Castle. Flying on, looking through that list, of course, you have Jack Lee, who's won the Glenfiddich before. I think he won it in 2017, a couple of years ago. We have uh, Stuart Little, who's won it twice. Angus McCall, who's won it three times. And of course, we have the granddaddy, Roddy McLeod, who's won this thing five times. Which is just ridiculous, Roddy. Stop it. (laughs) Yeah, this year's Glenfiddich is going to be something to definitely catch. I'm trying to find the words to try and stress how interesting this year's championships is going to be. Now, for me as a drummer, listening to half-hour Peabrooks sometimes can be a bit dull... But the Glenfiddich always manages to make it interesting. I don't know what it is. Whenever I'm sitting at home and I'm watching the live stream, I'm glued. I don't know why. 
but I'm just transfixed. So I could sit and listen to Jack Lee going, he, ram, he, ram, he, ram, he. What the heck is that about? Peabrook? I don't know. I just don't get it. But, <laughs> see, I'm being a total drummer right now. Um, over this past recent years or so, I'm kind of gradually understanding Peabrook. I think that's the whole thing. Uh, on the Rab Show on Fuse, we've been more and more playing Peabrook music and everything and bringing it more into the fore. And bands, even. Pipe bands are playing more Peabrook music as part of their medley selections now, especially in Grade 1. You can see a lot of bands doing it now. So, the Glymphitic is where it's at, especially if you're a Peabrook fan. But, of course, there's the light music in there as well, so you can get to enjoy that side of it as well. So, it's not all Peabrook. You get the other side of it, too. So, as for any plans as to... For any live streaming or anything like that, we've heard nothing. Now, our guys, our friends there at Inner Ear are the ones who normally do produce the live streaming for the Glymphitic. They haven't published any links or even mentioned anything about live streaming. But as soon as they do, we will let you know. We'll be all over that like a rash. So, yeah, I have to say, it's going to be an extremely, extremely interesting Glymphitic this year. Even as a drummer, I'm getting stupidly excited about it. Of course, before then, we have the World Solo Drumming Championships. We're going to talk all about that in a future podcast. Don't worry. Don't get your knickers in a twist. I know a lot of people who are furiously working hard for that. Pipers and drummers both. Because believe it or not, there's an equal amount of pressure on pipers for you solo drummers out there. So spare a thought for all the pipers that have to play for you. So, um, yeah, a lot of solo drummers at the moment who are furiously working hard, practicing stupid amount of hours every day ahead of the World Championships. And won't be long until it. So, yeah, we will talk all about that coming up on a future podcast. Right. Let's talk about an interesting product. Now, I don't normally talk about products here on the podcast. I don't really like singing the praises or boasting about a particular product and saying how amazing it is. But there's been a couple of products that's really piqued my interest. Yeah. One of which has been launched today, just as I was recording this. Yeah, the Canning Blue Drone Reads. Have you seen these? Now, these are produced by G1. Now, I'm not just featuring these because they're made by G1, but Ryan Canning obviously had his own sets of drone reads that he'd been producing for years. Suddenly, here we are, we're seeing G1 are starting to produce these Canning Blue Drone Reads. Now, these look really interesting. Not going to lie, even as a drummer, these things look... As if they could be the answer to a lot of people's problems. Whenever you read the blurb about the drone reads themselves, they say these reads are based on the original design of Ryan Canning, of course, but they're manufactured in a material that would give an increased volume, increased vibrancy, and increased brightness. Now, that's a big claim, but whenever you look at what uh, kind of materials they're made out of, it almost looks as if they're made out of a combination of plastics and carbon fiber. I think that's what it looks like. Now, I'm not an expert by any means, so, yeah. (laughs) But that's what they look like. These things look like racing cars. So, the material itself, you know, obviously being plastics and everything, it doesn't absorb moisture, rain, all of that sort of stuff. So, it'll make drying out your drones so much easier uh, after long band practices and all of that sort of stuff. So, these drone reads could be something for the professional player or even you guys that are out there gigging all the time and you have to dry your pipes out after every gig. This could be something worth looking at. Now, they are kind of pricey. 
not going to lie, they're about 70 quid for a set of them. Yeah, I know, draw a breath, they're 70 quid a set. But they could well be worth the price, because looking at this, we all know that Canon's reads are really good. You know, we they do know a lot of bands play them at the moment, so... Now seeing that they're working in conjunction with G1, this could be something really interesting to watch. It's something that kind of piqued my interest, to be honest. And so whenever I seen the announcement, so mm, there you go. Another particular product that drew a bit of attention, but turned out to be a bit of a damp squib. Yeah, I have to apologize to Mr. Jim Kilpatrick. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, what happened? There was a photograph published to ourselves to the big rab show saying look at this brand new prototype drum that jim kilpatrick is playing at this event in canberra this has to be the brand new drum we're expecting from the british drum company now as we all know jim kilpatrick recently announced that he was going to be working with the british drum company and we're all waiting with bated breath looking for this brand new drum because we all know that jim is going to be there to develop a new product So Jim was photographed on stage playing this mystery drum. Now to me it looked like an Adante drum, but you couldn't really tell. There was no branding on it, there was no badges or stickers on it to tell you that it was an Adante drum. It certainly looked like it, but people out there, you know the rumour machine, it starts. And then people started saying, ah, is that the new British drum company drum and all of this? That's so exciting, we can't wait to hear it. No, 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 no. Well... I can't tell you how many hits and comments we got on that thing on Facebook, but even Jim Kilpatrick himself came on to explain the story. He basically said that he was there at Canberra College for a piping and drumming thing, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and all the tutors were there, had to play at the annual concert on the Saturday. Jim apparently doesn't normally fly around the world with a drum with him, so he asked the leading drummer of Tamworth Pipe Band if he could use their drum. Tamworth, of course, play a dandy, and they don't have any badges on the ba- on the, the drum other than the bands. So you can just about see the band logo in the front of the drum, and people mistook it for being British Drum Company. So people lost their minds, thinking, oh, my God, this is the new drum! Check it out! And it wasn't. So Jim went on to say then he thanked Steve <laughs> from Tamworth Pipe Band for the loan of his new drum, and yes, it was an Adante drum. So everyone calm down. Now, this is one thing I wanted to say. We're very reluctant to publish and talk about rumours and stuff. But whenever we hear enough of it from you guys, sometimes it's kind of difficult not to share it out and see what happens. So that's what happened in that case. So just to answer any questions that comes in on that. Uh, There you go. (laughs) So that's another interesting product that we thought was going to exist, but didn't. Hmm. All right. Let's get into some actual news instead of fake news, as Mr. Trump would say. Yes, the RSPBA Music Board met this past week, and we have some regrading decisions done. Yep, Saturday the 23rd of September, the Music Board met there in headquarters and sat down with their wee clipboards and pens and made a lot of big decisions as far as gradings go. Now, first of all, let's look at the downgrades. Downgrades could possibly be one of the most interesting ones A lot of conversation could come from this, and I would love to know your opinions, of course. But let's get into it. Making the big step down from grade 2 to grade 3A, Balagan, or Balagan, depending on how you want to pronounce it. So disappointed for them. These guys have had a real rough year. 
And it's so disappointing. We were expecting big things from Balagan this past season. They made this huge commitment to come to every major here in the UK this past season. And they did. They came to every major. Unfortunately, the performances didn't turn up. You know, they just, I don't know, just had a real shocker this season. I felt really bad for the guys and gals at Balagan. It was a rough season for them. So, as a result, we've seen them downgraded to Grade 3A. Are we shocked? Perhaps, to be honest. I honestly think it's a bit harsh. Balagan have had a rough season, but I don't think downgrading them just as quick as this possibly is the correct answer. Don't know. I'm on the fence with this. But Balagan, I think, on their days actually sounded pretty well. Just their performances were ragged. You know, their playing was just a bit rough around the ages and just not there. I don't know what happened this year with Balagan. We were expecting big things, like we said during our predictions podcast whenever we first started talking about the season. But, hey, that's it. That's bands. You can have a bad year and end up downgraded. Speaking of downgrades as well, then looking at grade one, we've got three bands that are being kicked down into grade two. We have Denny and Dunny Pace, Glen Eagles. Yeah, another rough year for them. And we have Buck and Peterson as well. Bucking are getting moved down from grade one to two. And we also have Bagot Cap Caval from France. Now, for me, out of those three, possibly Cap Caval were the biggest shock for me. Listening to them at the Worlds. And listening to other various competitions throughout the season, Cab Caval are one of those bands I really love listening to. They have such creative medley work and everything. And just their tone, too. But Cab Caval blow an incredible tone. Um, yeah, so sorry to see them downgraded to grade two. They were up in grade one. I think it's been two years now they've been in grade one. Perhaps I'm wrong. But there you go. That's your downgrades. Yeah, difficult days at those bands, I'm afraid. But hey... Who knows what the future may bring. Let's look at our upgrades then. Starting with Novice Juvenile B, going to Novice A. Uh, we have St. John's College from Zimbabwe. Yay! Our world champions. Yep, they got an upgrade. Expectably so, to be fair. Yeah, they played fantastically at the world. So are we surprised to see them upgraded? Uh, no. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Uh, North Lanarkshire Schools got an upgrade as well to Novice Juvenile A. So well done, North Lanarkshire. Onto Novice Juvenile A, then up to the full juvenile grade. We have Dollar Academy number two band. They're being upgraded. Well done. And we have Oban High School as well have been upgraded. So congratulations. Now, on to grade 4B, all the way up to grade 4A. Who we have making the step? Grancha. Of course it's Grancha. Could it be anybody else? <laughs> Grancha have had an awesome season. Yeah, we had pretty much expected them to go up in the grading. So congratulations to Grancha. Well done. Mid Argyle as well got promotion. Again, another stomper of a season. Well done. The guys at Mid Argyle totally deserved the promotion. Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums as well. Congratulations. Definitely deserved taking the step up to 4A. Well done. Now, this one was interesting. We're not finished from 4B to 4A. One band actually got moved up by request from 4B. And this is Kelty and Blair Adam. This is an interesting one. Whenever bands decide to move up by request, has to be for a reason. And for the music board to consider it, again, equally has to be for a reason. So, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, going to watch that one. Hmm. Anyway, making the step up then from grade 4A to grade 3B, we have McNeilstown. Of course it's McNeilstown. 
Look at the season McNeilstown Pipe Band has had this past season. They have just sounded outstanding in that grade in grade 4A. They were just stupendous, is the word I would use. They've had a really strong season, completely deserved the upgrade. Well done, McNeilstown. Lock Ryan as well got an upgrade. No surprise there again. Lock Ryan had a real killer season. Well done, Lock Ryan. Dunbar, RBL got moved up as well as Tweedvale. Two bands that we definitely had pegged for being upgraded, possibly. They were on the fence about them myself, to be honest. I wasn't sure, but here we go. We have it in black and white. There they are. They're upgraded now to 3B. Now, what makes 3B interesting in the regradings is that we have two bands in here who have asked to get upgraded to 3B by request. This is always dangerous when bands move up by request because... Sometimes you can bite off more than you can chew. We have Perth and District and Williamwood Pipe Band have both requested to move up and both have been granted their request. Both bands will be competing in Grade 3B next season. Now, I'm not saying that you guys have bit off more than you can chew. I'm just wishing you well. Um, Sometimes it can be quite a large step and it should be a decision not taken lightly. Uh, So, hey, good luck guys. Grade 3B awaits you. On to Grade 3B then, up to 3A. Who's making the promotion? St Mary's Derry Trasna. Of course they are. Of course St Mary's are going up. Again, what an amazing season by St Mary's. Congratulations. Now, Battle Hill is also being promoted. Well done, Battle Hill. And Johnstone as well are making the jump from 3B to 3A. And gradually getting closer to Grade 2. We're soon going to have a... Yeah, <laughs> Johnstone ban in 1 and 2. Who knows? But there you go. All those bands, I'm sure, completely deserve the promotion. Another band in there, Pasadena Scots from the US. Uh, so, now, somebody asked on the Rab Show, should RSPBA headquarters be making decisions on bands that are not within their jurisdiction? Now, that is a very interesting question, to be honest, and I don't honestly know the answer. Um, of course, Pasadena Scots, you know do not fall under the membership of RSPBA themselves, although they do compete at RSPBA competitions. How the grading of themselves work, whether it falls to their own owning um, association, we know the association that they're a member of, I don't know how it works, to be honest. But here we are, the music board of RSPBA have put them up to 3A, so there you go. Congratulations, Pasadena. Now, looking at Grade 3A then, up to Grade 2, which I would argue is possibly one of the biggest jumps whenever you're talking about promotion. 3A to Grade 2, it's not a small thing by any means. So, congratulations to the Royal Borough of Annan. Yeah, congratulations guys. Ticking that jump to Grade 2, that's not going to be an easy jump, so good luck guys. Uh, Also to Uddington Strathclyde, Again, outstanding season. Well done to everyone. And again, big jump to grade two. Have the best of luck, guys, from all of us. Um, Perth Metro, then, from Australia, are making the jump from grade 3A to grade two. So congratulations, Perth Metro. And again, it does beg the question, can RSPBA headquarters regrade bands that are outside their jurisdiction? I don't know is the short answer. I will go and try and find out the answer for you, though, because these kind of things interest me. (laughs) So, right, let's get into things. Another little bit of Rab Show news before we get into the topic of the week. Yes, we're talking about the Rab Show live. 
The Big Rip Show Live, baby! Oh, man. This thing has been such a body of work. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys, the podcast listeners. It's been a silly amount of work. I have to give a special thanks and shout out to Aaron McElwain, who's been helping out an insane amount recently uh, with all of the graphical work and all of that sort of stuff. And he's been helping out a great deal behind the scenes. He's been helping out as part of the Rab Show team. So thank you to Aaron. Also, I have to give a shout out to the rest of the Rab Show team, to Andrew and to Stephen both, who have just been putting stupid amount of hours in. Yeah, this show is going to be off the chain. I can't begin to tell you episode 100 i cannot wait to record this thing it's going to be epic the live event itself we have tickets available for it so if you are listening anywhere within the uk or even here in northern ireland you can get tickets for this bad boy go on to the bigrabshow.com just go onto the shop icon where we normally have all our hoodies and t-shirts and stuff you can go on there and get your tickets tickets are seven pound fifty each and the event itself is on the 3rd of November in the Terrace Hotel in Marfelt. There you go. Now, every penny raised from this event, I have to say, by the way, all gets uh, paid to the music service for pipes and drums. It doesn't go to line our pockets. We are, yeah, we're raising money for a piping charity. So, yeah, why not come down, enjoy some piping and drumming, a bit of crack and banter in ourselves as we record the podcast, and, yeah, help support a really worthy cause. Now... Why am I talking about the Rab Show live again? It's because we've announced the first of our acts. <laughs> yeah. The first lineup we've announced is a drum major lineup. Now, this one's going to be something special. These guys, between them, have 31 major title wins, 22 champion of champion titles. We have six world championship titles. This tells you these guys know what they're doing. Now, who's coming? Yeah, we have Emma Barr, our current world champion. We have Jason Price, our previous world champion. We have James Kennedy as well, was a world champion. Ah, come on, it's just ridiculous. These guys are just... Right, okay, we have Emma Barr, James... (laughs) I'm so excited for this. We have Emma Barr, Jason Price, James Kennedy, Lauren Hanna and Louise Simiton, of course... These guys are going to give us something special on the night. Now, as whenever you say it's a drum major thing, uh, they're going to march up and down and give us a wee twirl and whoopee, it'll be a usual drum major display. I'll tell you here now on the podcast, this is going to be something completely different from what you would normally expect a drum major display to be. Uh, trust me on this. <laughs> I wish I could tell you what's going to happen, but I can't. I really can't. The only way for you to go and see this in person is to be there. You have to come to the event and see this happening. Uh, Like I said, 31 majors, 22 champion and champions, 6 world titles. This is going to be ridiculous. These guys are going to produce something quite incredible on the night. Really looking forward to it. So, yeah, grab your tickets. TheBigRabShow.com. The Big Rab Show live. Yeah, raising money for charity November 3rd. This is going to be something else. Now, as the weeks go forward, as we get closer to The Big Rab Show live for episode 100, we'll be announcing more of the lineup. Now, trust me, if you're not already kind of excited to see these drum major guys do something kind of interesting, and it's not going to be your usual display, then trust me, we have more in the lineup that you guys will want to see. Yeah, definitely going to be one. 
You're going to want to catch. I can't wait. Do you know what? If this event, if I didn't have to stand up there and uh, <laughs> actually record the podcast, I would love to just sit in the audience and watch this thing. It's going to be awesome. Trust me. So there you go. That's enough of the plug for the Big Rab Show Live. Go and grab your tickets. This event's going to be incredible, man. I can't stress it. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Flying on. The Big Rab Show Awards are in full flow. And we have already received over 3,500 votes now. I think is the last I checked. It was a couple of days ago. And, yeah, I know I say it every year. But there are some categories that are within 5 to 10 votes. Not even kidding. Now, some of the categories, whenever you're talking like there's over 3,000-odd votes, you would think the gaps between first place and second place would be larger. In some categories, they are literally within a skin teeth of each other. Five to ten votes could really change things. So, for those of you interested in the Rab Show Awards, go along to our Facebook page. The links are all up there. We've been posting it out there like crazy this last while. And, yeah, telling you guys where you can go and post your votes Go and vote for your favourite because October the 5th public voting closes. So, to avoid disappointment, if you want your guy or gal or your band or whoever, if you have someone that you really want to win this thing, then you need to vote for them. Plus, I would urge you, go and run a campaign. Tell all your mates to go and vote for them. A lot of people are doing it. Klaus Kelt Pipe Band have been uh, posting things quite a lot, actually, about their cool bass drum nomination, their tenor drum flourishing. They're running campaigns. I do know some guys out there who are nominated for Best Beard. And they're running campaigns as well, asking people to vote for them. Yeah, run a campaign. If you have a particular favourite in there and you want people to vote for them, then share the link with them. Tell them. Go and vote. Yeah, the link will only be up there until October 5th, whenever voting closes. Then it's up to us and the Rab Show to eventually tabulate all the results and bring you the winners on Fuse FM, which will be the following Tuesday. So there you go. October 5th, get your votes in, because that's when it all closes. The Rab Show Awards. That's been another labour of love this last while. Jeekers, it never stops. All right, well, it's that time of the week again, I have to say. Yeah. (laughs) Time for me to go and get a big cup of tea and time to read some emails. It's time for the topic of the week. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website. Sourcebagpipes.co.uk Contact Ross for more information. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 
150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the USA for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson and Celtic theme lines of kilts, doublets and bespoke Highland wear like sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Also offers tailored payment plans for any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry or getting that true, unique look for your band, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. And there you have it. That was a shout-out to our patrons there. Those guys that clicked that support button on our Patreon page, thank you so much, guys. And, yeah, with every click of support, you really do help what we do here on the show. It's very much appreciated. Grant, let's fly on. You did click on this podcast for a very good reason, and that's because this week's episode is all about listener mail. Yes, our email address is bigrabshow at gmail. Dot com. I did think I should have like a proper fanfare or something or a wee jingle. Listener meal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The Brig Rab Show ourselves, we get a slew of email addresses is the right word I think I want to use here. Um, other words could be used that are not broadcastable. Uh, but yeah, over this past couple of months, especially since July and August, our inbox has been getting kind of overloaded by you guys which was just brilliant however it is starting to slow down so now we figured was the perfect time to start talking about listener mail obviously ourselves here on the rab show we prefer it whenever you send in voicemails because the reason we prefer it is because then we can include your voice on the show it's very simple. All you do is record a little vo- a voice clip on your cell phone or your mobile device and you just share that voice clip via email. And yeah, send it in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. And then we can take that little voice clip and include it on our show. Now, granted, I know a lot of people are talking about some controversial topics and maybe you don't want to have your name included or even your voice on the show. That's understandable, I guess. Uh, so, if voicemails aren't your thing, then cool. Send us in a mail, though. We still want to have your commentary. So, I have to say, I had to narrow down a lot of the emails, because we did get a lot of these emails over this past couple of weeks, and we narrowed it all down to a bunch of different topics, and I've picked out uh, some of my particular favourites that I figured we could bring to the podcast here, and hopefully would address a lot of your questions. So... With that in mind, most of the emails we got in from yourselves, I think will be no surprise, is all about judging. Judging, it never seems to go away. Since we've released Judging Part 1, did that open the floodgates? I have to be honest here, we have got so many emails on that topic, I've had to open a second folder on my desktop and that because the first one was near full it was ridiculous so yeah we have been getting emails in from you guys as players we've been getting emails in from people who are judges we've been getting email from people who are part of various different associations around the world and yeah they vary the commentary varies from being extremely positive and saying thank you to other emails that aren't as supportive and actually quite angry and aggrieved that we approach the topic in such a way and all of that sort of stuff 
Now, I think as a very wise person once said on a different podcast, is that if you're annoying someone, you're doing something right. <laughs> so I don't know. We did manage to catch a lot of flack for that. Not going to lie. We did get quite a lot of angry emails about it. A lot of people not happy. So I did say on judging part one, we will be bringing you a judging part two. So if you believe there was an imbalance with part one, we will try to address that with part two. It is in the works. I have almost most of it written now, to be honest. And yeah, we are still currently trying to line up some interviews. A lot of you guys out there actually have put us in contact with people who would be willing to speak to us. So we are in the process, hopefully, of trying to get those interviews lined up and we can bring some additional voices to this because essentially that's what we want. We want to be able to bring outside voices, and it's not just me giving opinion. I'd rather have actual voices of people on the show. So, for that matter, if you have a particular uh, point of view on our Judging Part 1 podcast, get it into us on a voicemail, if possible. It'll be awesome to have more voicemails on the topic, so we can have different voices on the topic and more opinion. So, record that voicemail, send it into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yes, judging part two is coming. I near enough have the whole thing written now, and it's just putting the final pieces together. So you guys, I don't know. I think the guys at Chanter Rant kind of appreciate this. Maybe the guys at Grace Note Vortex as well, but they only do like two podcasts a year. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, it does take quite a considerable length of time putting a podcast together. You might not think this. But believe it or not, there's a considerable amount of work goes into each episode. You might just think it's done on a whim, but no, there's a lot of planning and stuff goes into this. Anyway, I can't tell you the amount of notes I have in front of me just for this listener meal. Look at this. Look, I'm doing visual things on the radio. Yeah, I have a serious amount of notes here, so I'm going to do my best to get through them all. Now, suffice to say, most of the commentary was all about judging. So that all goes into the big judging folder. And yeah, we will hopefully answer all of your questions and address all of your concerns in judging part two. It is coming. Don't worry. All right, let's get into something a little bit more lighthearted away from judging. Let's talk about Sarah. Sarah emailed us in and said, Hey, Rab, really love the show, mate. Thank you so much for keeping me um, entertained on my journey to work every Thursday. Well, our podcast goes out on a Wednesday, so I guess you must listen to it on a Thursday. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, she says, Would love to hear more of a perspective from lower grade bands. Okay. She says, We seem to spend a lot of time talking about grade one and two. However, when it comes to juvenile grades or even grade 4A and grade 4B, we neglect to talk about bands in the lower grades. Is that right? I don't know, but we actually got a few emails about this. It must have been during world season, whenever we were uh, talking about predictions and stuff, we mostly did talk about the higher grades. So maybe that is something we can look at, Sarah. She says, so yeah, a good perspective on lower grade bands to give credit to the work that's done by the men and women of the lower grades is certainly something that should be looked at. So we will. Thank you very much, Sarah. She also says, if we can do a possible featured podcast on drum majors. Northern Ireland has some incredible drum majors that deserve the spotlight, as well as drum majors around the world that... I can't even read here. The drum majors around the world who work relentlessly to compete at the high level. So can we feature drum majors in a future episode? No problem, Sarah, will do. Keep up the good work and always enjoy your show. Thank you again for keeping my journey short. No bother, Sarah. Thank you very much for emailing in. A lot of you guys actually were talking about, possibly talking more about lower grade bands. And, well, Sarah just mentioned there about drum majors as well. We got a few requests actually to talk 
to some drum majors here on the podcast. And I know that ourselves here, we're actually we're a piping and drumming podcast. And as much as you guys out there may be reluctant to listen to it, drum majors are very much a part of that. <laughs> I think there's been an active movement that people don't care about drum majors and they don't want them to be part of our piping world, which I don't understand at all. To be honest, I'm actually a big drum major fan. I've kind of kind of found a newfound respect for them, especially over this past couple of years when I've kind of realized the amount of work that goes into drum majoring. It's kind of intense, especially in the competitive ways. So, yeah, who knows? I may do a future podcast on drum majors. Whenever I was talking about the Rab Show Live, we've got some of the best in the world coming to the, the, the live show. So, hey, good opportunity to bring some drum majors in on the podcast. So, Sarah, thank you very much for your email. And, yeah, we will try. And, yeah, coming forward, we will try and focus a little bit more on the lower grades, I, I suppose. Having been through all the grades myself, I can completely identify with what you're talking about. You could be working away furiously there in grade 4B and 4A and never get a shout out really on any of the press or social media so definitely i think yeah a bit more focus on the lower grades we will try our best i got an email here then from michael and a bunch of other people as well but michael kind of sums it up well it says hey rab i really enjoyed your learning journey podcast there you go especially the one from the dojo can we do some more learning journey podcasts please especially those what's uh, especially those that's focused on teaching kids yeah there we go how do you get kids involved in piping and drumming and more to the point how can you keep them interested love the show please keep your podcasts coming and can't wait for more learning journey podcasts many thanks michael there you go so focusing on kids not a bad question michael to be honest yeah my daughter as you know is currently learning she is being taught how to pipe and she's just got her foundation certificate and stuff uh through the you know the piping and drumming school so things are going well you know she's actively practicing and learning tunes without me having to shout at her practice damn it practice i'm not having to do any of that pushy parent stuff she's doing it all herself which is kind of half the battle to be honest so how do you introduce kids to it in the first place is an interesting question but also how do you keep them interested because let's face it when you're sitting practicing your Dublins all night, or grips all night, or just <laughs> your GDEs. Or in drummers' cases, if you're sitting playing paradiddles all night until you're blue in the face. How do you make that interesting? How do you keep people engaged? Very interesting question, Michael. I will definitely be looking at that. No fear there. But we've been kind of swamped with judging at the moment. Will we, we'll get past judging. We will get back to that. Uh, so yeah, we will be doing more Learning Journey podcasts, no fear there. And also shout out to Andrew Douglas, by the way. That's possibly one of our most popular episodes we've done when we recorded the interview with Andrew there from the Piper's Dojo. Uh, yeah, I might actually get him back on again. He was awesome that time. So yeah, shout out to Andrew and the Dojo. And yeah, we will do more Learning Journey. We've actually got a few emails as well. Not enough then to make this list, but we did get a few queries then about bass drumming. Uh, will we be doing any more uh, focused podcasts on bass drumming the answer would be i would love to yes i think we have some interviews actually in the can that we would love to bring to you guys so yeah bass drumming as well will be around the corner now we're running into the winter months in the off season it's getting to that point now where we have time to talk about these things so yeah bass drumming learning journey all that sort of stuff yeah we'll be focusing that through the winter so no fear more specialist podcasts to come Got an email here that I thought was really interesting. This one's from Paul. He says, Hey, Rab, I am a piper from France. Hey, 
<laughs> cool, Paul. Having never competed in the mainland UK for any majors, I've always wanted to go. Bands such as Bagged Cap Caval are too good for me. I am more your service band standard. Oh dear, Paul. He says, but can we do a possible podcast on bands from mainland Europe? There are lots of bands here in France and Spain. And well, I'm I'm just going to add to this list here, Paul. We were talking earlier about Balagan. They're not from Denmark and things like that. Yeah. So he says, yeah, lots of bands around here and would love to hear more about the piping scene where he lives, if possible. Yeah, just, I, don't, I don't honestly know much about the piping scene in France. I do know there's a massive piping scene in Brittany, however, with a massive Celtic festival and everything that I would love to get to some year. Um, so, yeah, who knows? We may do a future podcast on that, but that's quite a good shout. Uh, so Paul goes on to say, he says, I really appreciate your show and bringing piping and drumming to people around the world, even those who aren't supposed to enjoy it, but we do all the same. Thank you very much. And that comes from Paul. There you go. Cheers, Paul. Thank you very much for your email. And yeah, bands who come from mainland Europe. I think there was a band that really kind of shook my socks. Was it the Concord Pipe Band? I think, were they in Switzerland or something? That's not mainland Europe, but yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look at this. Do you know, it's one of the things that I've kind of realized recently is that as much as we focus on bands here in the UK, US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, there's this, there's a massive big world of piping and drumming out there. Do you know where I would be fascinated to see if there's a piping scene? Russia. <laughs> I know there is a fledgling piping scene there in Japan. There is somewhat of a piping scene in China. There is, well, we all know there's a piping scene in Pakistan because those guys make some incredible bagpipes. <clears throat> yeah, so th- there is a piping scene around the world that we could possibly look at. Do you know what I mean? Piping and drumming around the world and how it's done. Is it done any different from what we do competitively here in, yeah, mainland UK or even there in the States? will be interesting, Paul. So that's, I did want to bring that to listener mail. It's definitely one to be looking at. Okay. Got another email here from Tracy saying, Hey Rob, really love the show. Thank you so much for all your crazy live streaming. Uh, crazy live streaming? Okay. <laughs> says, Tune in every week to Fuse FM when we can. Listening online, although sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, Tracy, don't talk to me. Fuse FM and Balamoney are currently going through a bit of uh, maintenance work, I think, is the best way to describe it. So they have a lot of technical issues at the moment. The, the online live stream has been touch and go it's been on and off and all of us it's been having all sorts of technical problems so yeah apologies there tracy um but she's saying having recently retired from piping and drumming i only just found your podcast about two months ago listen through the entire back catalog and it's now all your fault i am back playing again mind you i am playing with a service band please don't tell the guys at chander rant <laughs> that well i think it just did tracy he said, many thanks for getting me back into the playing ways and finding the passion again for my music. Thank you so much. Keep the shows coming. No bother, Tracy. I will do. And she just says, many thanks and love, Tracy. Not a bother. Thank you very much for your email. And you know, it's not the only email we've had on this. We've had a lot of people recently who have discovered our podcast for the first time. I have to say, where have you been? We've been doing this for yonks now. And uh, yeah, people are gradually making their way through the back catalogue. And, you know, I've kind of looked back at the back catalogue myself recently and thought, we've covered a lot of ground, you know. And thankfully, I don't think we've managed to repeat ourselves yet. 
but we will. I'm nearly dang certain that we're going to repeat ourselves because, yeah, we will probably have to revisit some old topics because things change. You know what I mean? It's been nearly a year since we've talked about, well, over a year now, since we've talked about certain things. So, hey, we may have to revisit some certain topics. So, yeah, a lot of people actually who are blaming us from getting back into piping and drumming. A lot of people lifting the sticks again. And in Tracy's case, she's back piping again. So, yeah, it's just brilliant to hear stories like that, you know, to encourage people to get them involved in our piping world. That's what we're all about. You know, like I was saying earlier about the Rab Show matchmaking service. It's not a dating service by any means, but yeah, we are there for pipers and drummers who want to find a band to go and play with. So if you are interested in going to find a band, possibly hitting the competitive field, then yeah, we will help you out. Just get in contact with us through our social media, on our Facebook or Twitter, or even email us in bigrabshowgmail.com, and we'll do our best to find a band that's close to you, or even a band that you would love to compete with, you know, on the competitive level of grading and all of that sort of stuff. We will do our best to try and help you. So there you go. That's the best way to get back into playing. So thanks, Tracy. Ah, right. Another email. This one's a bit heavy, however. This one came in from Victoria. She says, Rab, I have to wholeheartedly disagree with everything you said in one of your shows. Uh -oh. (laughs) All right. What is it? So Victoria goes on to say in her email then, having worked through your back catalogue recently, so there you go, another one, working through the back catalogue, she says, I had stumbled across your episode on sexism in pipe bands. Uh Uh-oh. Yes, that one at the time, Victoria, actually drew a lot of attention. Uh, She said, in my time in pipe bands, I can wholeheartedly say that I have experienced so many episodes of blatant sexism that it is not funny. Okay. So many stories that would curl your toes and would sicken even the most liberal of people. I have experienced sexism in its worst possible guises. <sighs> That's heavy. Okay, she says, You said on your podcast that in your experience that you have never experienced sexism in pipes and drums and also went on to say that sexism doesn't exist in piping and drumming. Yeah, I think I did say that. Yeah, and she says, I have to wholeheartedly... I disagree with you and tell you that sexism is very much alive in the piping world. You only just have to scratch the surface. Why not talk to some actual females on your podcast and get a female opinion on sexism in piping and drumming? Yours, very angry and disappointed, Victoria. Ooh, Victoria's not happy. (laughs) You know, that uh, we got a, quite a bunch of emails on sexism. That whole podcast we did was way, way ages ago. It's in the back catalog now. You can go and find it. Um, yeah, we did an episode talking about sexism in Pipes and Drums. And we did draw the conclusion that I did do like a brief survey. I went around and talked to many, many females in the piping world that I know personally. And a lot of them did say that they don't think sexism is a thing. They've never experienced it. But then that seemed to anger a lot of you guys out there. And recently, in recent days, a lot of you have actually been emailing in, one of which was Victoria. And a lot of people disagreeing with my stance on sexism in Pipes and Drums. And a lot of you saying horrible stories and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. Um, sexism. It's going to be something I'm going to have to revisit, I think. I don't know. Um, clearly, if I'm wrong, I'm very happy to be wrong. You know, I'm very clearly 
ready to be corrected on the topic. So, yeah, who knows? I would love to get chatting some female pipers and drummers out there, definitely to get a different perspective on sexism in pipes and drums. Anybody that I've spoken to off the record has always said, nope, they've never experienced it firsthand. You know, there's never been any kind of piggish behavior. And there's no real male chauvinists and stuff. But... Yeah, Victoria very clearly has experienced sexism. And I am aware that there are some out there, given the amount of angry emails we got about it, that, yeah, some of you guys out there have experienced sexism in piping and drumming. So that may be a topic that we could address in future. But love to know your opinions on it. You know, email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Is Victoria's opinion the correct one? Is sexism rife in piping and drumming? I would be interested to know your opinion. So, yeah, I am very willing to be corrected on that. We should revisit it, I think. Yeah, so I'll put that in the book as well. Um, Also, got a pretty short email here. This is from Thomas, and he says, Hey, Rob, heard you mention on a podcast that you were a previous lead drummer. Have you any tips for a lead drummer taking up the role for the first time? Heading into 2019, I will be a new lead tipper for the first time. This is proper scary. (laughs) You're quite right, Thomas. This is proper scary. Have you got any tips for a complete noob? All the very best. Thomas, so you go say all the very best. Cheers. Um, So any tips for new lead drummers? Uh, New tips for lead drummers? Ooh. That's almost a podcast in itself. We were going, we done a podcast on pipe majors. I was seriously thinking of doing a podcast for lead drummers. So Thomas, you're kind of preempting it. If I had any tips for pipe, lead drummers, uh, whenever I first took up the role, I was very young. I was about eighteen or nineteen whenever I took up uh, lead tip of the Quinn back in the day. Um, any tips? Uh, number one would be listen to your pipe major. That's possibly the biggest tip I can give any lead drummer. I know some lead drummers out there that get pretty stubborn and they think that that's their way or no way. Uh, effectively, a pipe band is a collective. Both ends have to work seamlessly. So if a lead drummer is fighting with the pipe major, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? The lead drummer has to be willing to talk to the pipe major and listen to constructive criticism. Essentially, it's the pipe major who controls the band. So if they ain't happy with the drumming, then, yeah, it's them that has to sort it out. So, yeah, have your arguments. Listen to your PM. I think it would be the biggest tip for new lead drummers. Besides that, there's tons of other tips and stuff for lead drummers. I could possibly get into it. Um, I was a lead tipper, I don't know for how many years. I think it was the guts of nearly 10. I can't remember now. It's been a long time ago since I was a lead drummer. Um, but I found the experience to be very rewarding, if not a little stressful. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be an interesting podcast. I think I'll certainly look at that, Thomas. So thank you very much for your email, and I wish you well in your new posting, mate. Um, you didn't tell me what band you were with. And by the way, all these people who are emailing, and you don't give your bands. So I can't give you a shout-out. You give me your first name, and that's about it. That's about, hey, there you go. Um, so yeah, if you do want to get a shout out on the podcast, by the way, you can. All you do is just include a little shout out for yourself or your band or whatever, and yeah, I'll gladly do that. So Thomas, wherever you are playing, my friend, all the very best with your brand new appointment, uh, taking up the, the role as lead tipper. Grant, one last email here comes in from Frank. He says, "Hey Rab, I have to say thank you very much for the 2018 season. Your team has done an incredible job covering everything." Uh, so thank you very much, Frank. He says, uh, "What is it? Essentially, your live streaming has been my lifeline." Whoa, there you go. 
So he says, essentially, your live streaming has been my lifeline as I have been housebound for most of the summer. I can't read this. Hold on. I have been housebound for most of the summer and unable to travel. I've been able to follow the whole piping season this year following your Facebook page. So please send a massive thank you to all of your team. So they, I will do, Frank. Thank you very much. Now, this is kind of reflective as what a lot of you guys have been saying to us about our live streaming on our Facebook page. Uh, a lot of you are saying thanks. And no problem. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's what we do on the Rap Show. We've been doing it now for a couple of years. And, uh, yeah, we do our best, you know, that we do battle the elements and our cell phone coverage as well. Sometimes can be really pants. Uh, as well as our position in the crowd. You know, sometimes that can really suffer. Uh, But, you know, we do our best to try and bring the best possible live streaming from events here in the UK and at major championships so you guys can enjoy it at home. So Frank goes on to uh, mention a couple of things about our Pipe Band Association, which I'm not going to talk about on the podcast because it's it's a little scathing. Um, But, yeah, I think essentially what Frank is after is that he wants the Pipe Band Associations to assist ourselves in the Rab Show with our live streaming he's basically asked can we get better access to the arenas and such now we have asked the association ourselves there is a ruling on this we addressed this at the start of the season uh so full disclosure uh we were looking at the incoming season and we were looking to try and up our game as far as quality was concerned we invested in brand new cameras new phones uh, we got a set of new mics and everything. I don't know if you noticed that. We had like various little stands and clamps and gimbals and things and all of this sort of stuff to try and up the quality of the actual recordings themselves. So I um, hope you guys enjoyed it this year. The live streaming, by the way, we hope the quality has certainly improved. Um, but yeah, we were in contact with the associations themselves, both in headquarters here and locally here in Northern Ireland, and we asked if they could help us with regards to access. So that hope that answers your question, Frank. Apparently, there is... A standard ruling, however, in the books that does not allow anybody access to the arena other than the competitors and the actual judges themselves. So it should come as no surprise that if someone tried to dander in there with a big camera and the microphone and stuff, then they're breaking all sorts of association rules and they can very royally get chased out. So, <laughs> as far as getting access for ourselves into the arena, or even for March Pasts and stuff like that, it's been a blanket no. Now, there has been a bit of a grey area. Some of you guys have actually sent us in some photographs of this. But Drone Chorus, the YouTube channel that is quite famous in the piping world, has had unprecedented access to the arena this year. There's been photographs of him standing inside the UK Championship specifically, uh, standing within inches of some of the drummers from St. Lawrence, standing there with all of his camera gear as they were in the competitive arena. The drumming judge was actually standing behind Drone Chorus. So was this right? Whenever you look at the rule book, perhaps not. So it does beg the question, if Drone Chorus can get access to arenas to film videos for YouTube, then why can't the Big Rab Show get access to arenas to do live streaming for you guys living around the world? And for the likes of Frank, who has been on bad health. So... 
The question has been asked of our association and we got the same answer back. Nobody is allowed access into the arena under rule blah, 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 whatever it was. I can't remember. They quoted the, the paragraph number in the rule book. Um, so, yeah, to answer all your questions, can we get better access to the arena for next year, for 2019? So far, the answer is no. Our associations have told us that there is this ruling in the book that no one is allowed access into the arena other than judges and competitors, which seems fair to us. You know, as you're standing there competing, the last thing you want is me standing there filming you, you know, blatantly standing right in front of you saying, smile, you're on the live stream. I can completely understand that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, as much as we've asked the association the question, we can completely understand the answer and fully support it, to be honest. So, if the association do decide to change their mind on rulings on live streaming and do allow us a particular access, then, hey, awesomeness would be fantastic. We would love to work alongside our associations in promoting piping and drumming. That's exactly what we're trying to do. You know, we chat all about their events. We talk about them coming up. We chat all about the results. That's what we do. We promote piping and drumming, and we do try to support everything that our associations do. So if our associations decide to work with us, that would be equally awesome. So I guess the only way to change rules is to go to AGM meetings. And because ourselves here in the Rab Show, we are essentially press. We don't have an actual remit at any of these meetings so the only way to change the rulings to get Rab Show access in there is if bands actually raise it in the first place and say, hey, we are this band from wherever and uh, you should let Rab Show guys in there to film. That's the only way it's going to change. And will it change? I doubt it very much, to be honest. I can completely understand the ruling. You don't want anybody running about in that arena there with a camera and a big microphone sticking it right in your face as you're trying to get your break from your strasbeide your reel so yeah i don't know will we get better access i doubt it so there you go sorry frank (laughs) and as far as any other commentary about associations and stuff goes uh, on your own email there frank yeah i don't know who knows we may talk about actual associations going forward i do know the guys at the chandarant podcast have done a podcast on associations which was quite good value to listen to. But whether ourselves here in the Rab Show will do it, we don't know, to be honest. Uh, The topic of associations is so, so huge, it's ridiculous. I think it's not going to be one that's easily tackled. Same way judging took a lot to do, and we're going to have to work on a part two now. I honestly think associations could be another one. That could be like a five or six parter. It's ridiculous. Anyway, who knows? We may talk about associations again. Well, that's it for Listener Mail. I can finally throw... (laughs) Click or thump. I can throw my notes away. And thank you again for clicking the download button on this podcast. If I didn't read out your own specific email, my apologies. It has got buried under this slew of emails we've had about Rab Show Awards. We're selling tickets for the Rab Show Live. We've been doing stuff about the worlds and the judging. and It's been nuts. I have to say massive thank you to everyone that's ever emailed us in this past couple of months. We hope we've managed to address much of your questions and a few interesting suggestions there for topic of the week. Thank you very much. So that our email address, by the way, bigrabshow at gmail.com. 
please do get your emails into us and your voicemails as well. Now we're into the winter months, we do have more of an opportunity to uh, concentrate on listener mail and bring them to the start of each podcast like we normally did. Uh, so now we're kind of caught up with everything after the World's Week and the tattoo and all of the craziness, piping live and all the madness. Now we have a bit of breathing room. Now we can start getting into things like back to normal. So... Yeah, please do email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your commentary, and especially those voicemails. Please do get them into us. Right, I have to say, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to our podcast. It really does mean the world, because then with each and every episode that gets uploaded, you'll get a bing, a little notification to say that one has been uploaded, and you can go and download it. So that way, you'll never miss an episode. So if this is your first Big Rab Show, then click that subscribe button, and you'll get one every week. And yeah, go and check out our back catalogue. A lot of people are doing that currently. We have tons of episodes there. Like I say, we're nearly up on episode 90-something now, so brilliant. So go and check out our back catalogue. We have quite a long list of topics that we've talked about. Um, Also... Don't forget to rate, comment, and all that sort of stuff. We are available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, anywhere where you can get a podcast. Literally, you can (laughs) go and give us a rating, a comment, and a thumbs up, and all that sort of stuff. It really does help every every single listing and stuff. It really does help a great deal. So thank you so much. Right. That's it for another Rab Show podcast. Don't forget, go along to thebigrabshow.com and grab your tickets for the live event. I've said this before on the live radio show. The venue for the live event is not huge. I'm kind of regretting that now. I'm kind of wishing we had booked a bigger venue. But we have what we have. (laughs) So, tickets for the live event are limited. Go and get your tickets now before they're gone. I can kind of imagine... As we announce the lineup getting closer, the tickets for this are going to fly. So avoid disappointment. If you want to get through the door in this thing, get your tickets now before they're gone. BigRabShow.com. Go to the shop icon. The tickets are all up there. Click buy. And you've just donated money to Charlie. And you get to go and enjoy an awesome night of piping and drumming, cracking banter. Until then, guys, that's me. Thanks again for tuning in to another Big Rab Show podcast. I am out the door, and I'll see you here again next week. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Roots, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Verarian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views, and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>